What's up, guys? Garrett Chapel here. Welcome to another episode of What's Your Thoughts? Today, we're going to be talking about camera basics for getting into photographing your hunts. What's your thoughts? What's your thoughts? thought you were going to keep dancing there (laughs) (laughs) um so yeah i feel like this topic kind of came up because i feel like a lot uh uh, more than usual here lately i've been getting messages whether we're different areas whether from a phone social media whatever people asking uh camera related questions and typically it goes along something like this hey i want to get into doing some photography or i want to start photographing my hunts just for their own personal use for capturing memories just just for their self not to necessarily trying to dive into it on a professional level but just on the fact of they want to know um basically any tips or advice to how do i take good quality pictures of my hunts that i can keep to just for keepsakes or for, for memory purposes. And a lot of times that's gear related questions. A lot of times it's camera setting questions. And, Mm. uh, and a lot of times it's just, you know, frame and composition questions. So basically quick rundown of very, very basic, um, camera related to photographing your hunts. (laughs) It's vague because you can, I mean, we could talk on that for hours trying to figure out, uh, I guess the basics would be camera basics. I mean, depends on what kind of equipment you're using. I mean, I've seen a lot of people take some banging photos with a smartphone. Yeah. But I mean, if you're using like DSLR, I think a lot of these people need to take two steps back and just learn basics. Right. It's kind of where I started, you know, when you first handed me a camera, it was like, you need to learn how to do these three things. You need to learn how to do shutter speed, ISO, and... Aperture. aperture and learn that before you try to move to level two right and that's to back that up a little bit the first thing that i'll do is when somebody says if they don't even have camera gear mm. and a lot of questions is hey i want to start filming or photographing my hunts what should i get so that's right a off, hard question to answer it's a very tough question it, it comes down to a couple different variables that i think you need to to consider um one being your budget Mm-hmm. How much are you wanting to spend? Um, you don't have to spend a ton of money, but you're going to spend some money. Yeah. Um, and then two is, are you trying to, what are you actually trying to capture? If it's um, just photo, if there's video, is it do you, long do you, range, short range? That's Right. Are you trying to do wildlife photography? Or are you just trying to take pictures in the blind or a picture of your dog? Or, you know, like, so those variables come into play when it's when you're talking about your lenses. Do you need a long lens? Do you need a wide lens? Do you need something that kind of does a little bit of both? Because a lot of times if somebody's just going to buy stuff, they're not going to go out and buy three or four lenses right mm. off the bat. Usually it's going to be one, maybe two, yeah. you know. Um, right off the bat, I'll suggest to somebody, depending on what they're wanting to do, but get a wide-angle lens and get something that's kind of that medium. So 
different brands are different millimeter length yeah. or whatever, but something between that 16 to 35 and then something that's like that 24 to 105. Like, I think that's the two. I think good. it also comes down to two. Like, are you talking about like documenting more like the, the blind stuff or like right. the animal? Right. Cause and I that would changes say, I would say like a lot of, a lot of photos we take of like in the blind stuff, you know, wide looks just looks great. Yeah. Out the gate. Anything you can do, you know, with a shallow depth of field and you can shoot wide, it's just going to look good. Sure. Unless you get too wide, it starts bubbling. But the uh, start getting that warp. But if you're talking about like an animal, then yeah, I think you need to stay away from wide. You still need a fast lens, right? And that's why I said it, it depends on what, what you're actually what you're doing, do. I guess. Right. And like for us, we have to do both and cover both. And a lot of times, people see our photos or videos. What they don't understand is we usually have two cameras going. We usually have a long lens and a wide lens in the on two different bodies. Yeah. In the blind with us most of the time. Right. Right. Um, the second part that I would kind of jump into is the guy that says, hey, I already have some camera gear. How can I make my stuff better? The first thing that I camera ask basis. right out the gate is, are you shooting manual. in manual? And are you shooting raw? Mm-hmm. Um, most of the time, these guys aren't shooting manual. No. And most of the time, they're not even shooting raw. So after I answer that question of you need to learn how to shoot manual, for a million, million different, different reasons, reasons. Yeah. um but to sum up manual is shooting in complete manual mode gives you complete 100 percent control of your mm-hmm. camera when you're in these auto settings your camera makes those decisions for you sometimes they're right a lot of times they're wrong yeah um and sometimes they make you the green man <laughs> right and so that was one thing that you said when you first got started the first thing that i told you was you need to learn three things. Camera basics. You need to learn those camera basics, which is the, the shutter speed, the aperture, and the um, and the other one. <laughs> <laughs> ISO. The ISO. Yeah, the, the one, we don't talk about that one. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, but I think even, and I think that people misunderstand camera basics as, oh, I learned how what those three do or what they are and how to work them. I'm ready to go. No, because there's there's step two before you get into taking a lot of photos is composition right and that's something that and really that right there can make or break if if you're in auto and framing and composition i was going to say you don't you can still be shooting in auto as long as you can figure out that framing and composition you can still make great pictures yeah um but i think the the sooner you can get in that full manual mode is going to let you to have once you learn those basics Mm -hmm. it just it lets you produce what you're trying to produce versus Absolutely. just taking what the camera gives you um but yes framing and composition rule of thirds that's the number one thing out that golden that spiral. i would always golden spiral i've, I've tried to get back rule to the thirds. spiral more i didn't i didn't go off of that a whole lot um past couple of times i've used the camera i've, I've tried to pre-think that out yeah a little bit and just even to like break it down um very very basic i think one of the number one things that i think that a beginner photographer makes is they want to just uh we'll, we'll use a dog for instance that's that's pretty common in, in mm-hmm. waterfowl photography you send your dog on this retrieve he's running back with a bird in his mouth you want to take a picture of him the number one mistake i see people doing they're standing up mm-hmm. taking pictures of that dog get on the dog's level that dog your subject you want I, now this isn't complete 
biblical here because no, you changes. can always change things. But the majority of the time, you want your camera to be at the eye level of your subject mm-hmm. for the most part. So your dog is only a foot off the ground, two foot off the ground. You don't need to be holding that camera six foot in the air mm-hmm. taking a picture of it. Instantly, if if you change two things, dog running, standing up, taking a picture, and you say, how do I make this look better? There's two things very quickly you can do. For one, you're standing up. For two, your dog is in the middle of that picture. Mm-hmm. Get down on his level. Put that dog in the bottom third. Boom. Out the gate. It's already going to look better. Like, it, it, it would just those two quick little adjustments didn't change nothing on the camera mm-hmm. but just two things and you take a picture from from amateur to professional like it's just night and day difference Definitely. like that's just one thing i feel like that nine times out of ten a new photographer don't it's think overlooked about. yeah yeah and i think a lot of it too is comes down to once you've learned those settings is what are you trying to photograph because if i'm trying to photograph a duck versus a turkey that's two different speeds mm-hmm. there's two different things i've got to worry about there because i don't want a duck coming in and he's just all blurry because it's going mock jesus and it's a teal that's yeah. a hard thing to shoot versus sure. a turkey that's barely moving and learn that and the best way i can say to learn that if you want to shoot like waterfowl because that's mostly probably what you're hearing is you don't have to go on a duck hunt to practice shooting birds right go shoot seagulls yeah go shoot anything that flies and moves Try tracking, mm-hmm. try getting focus, try seeing if you've got your shutter speed at the right, yeah, high enough to be able to freeze frame that and get wings in motion to freeze. Right. Um, there's a lot of small things like that you can practice on. And I think that's another thing. I did thing. that. I went to people getting, and stuff. I, uh, that's, I think that's another thing that, that kind of popped out when you said that is people getting blur in um, taking pictures of something in motion. Mm-hmm. So what's your first thing that comes to thought? When somebody says, every time I take this picture, it's blurry. Shutter speed. Shutter speed. So what's your shutter speed at? What's your what's your rule of thumb on ducks? If you're if you're gonna be filming ducks flying. Twelve fifty. Minimum. I would that's that's, that's my that's my goal. I, I will cheat that if I have to, but twelve fifty is I I if I'm at twelve fifty, I'm happy. Yeah. So my goal is sixteen, which is pretty close. That's only yeah. the next click up. But yeah, I try to six when you're talking about wings that are moving fast, super, super yeah. fast, that shutter's going to have to be cranked. And I think that's just – that comes in that camera basics thing of knowing what those things do. Because that – And how to control that, them. you've got to compensate the others. Right. So it's what can you – what will you give up to get that shutter speed? Right. Because you don't want the grain, man. You don't want it to be super, 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 super dark. Right. So you have to kind of play the balances. And that's what I'm saying. It's not like – I think auto – settings are great for people who just want to take pictures of their kid opening presents right i think it is a horrible thing to have on a camera sometimes if you're trying to get into photography because it makes you complacent yeah that you just rely on that one thing i think gets overlooked a lot too is like a metering yeah learn about light metering learn about how your camera is metering if it's spot metering if it's you know, zone metering, whatever it may be. You might be getting a little bit above basics, but yeah. Well, that's not what I'm saying. Not in basics. I'm just saying for what we're doing. If somebody's yeah. already got camera gear, they already know the camera basics. They're taking photos, but it gets overlooked a lot. Yeah. Metering gets overlooked a ton. Yeah. So to wrap this up, to not draw it out, okay. I wanted to keep I said, it. We can make this an hour if yeah. you want. I wanted to keep it completely basic. I think basic rule of thumb overview is, like we said, Learning those camera, camera basics, basics, aperture, shutter speed, 
ISO. ISO. I don't know why I keep forgetting ISO. I'm like, what is that other one? Learn those three things, what they do, how to control them. Mm. Shoot raw. We didn't even talk about raw versus JPEG. But it's basically you're shooting an uncompressed version. You're shooting a much larger file with a lot more information. So when you go to edit, you can get a much higher quality picture. We can get that bit rate and all that other stuff. That's that's a whole other quick way to sum that up. (laughs) Um, So those two things. And then basically your your basic framing and composition. Um, Learning how to frame a shot correctly. Mm -hmm. And there's um, thousands and thousands of YouTube videos. YouTube is a great yeah. thing. Um, we were never taught by anybody no. outside of YouTube. So take that for what it's worth. We probably don't have any grounds to tell anybody anything, but we're, I guess we're just that prime example to show you like you, that information's out there. Absolutely. Um, YouTube it, learn it. If you got any questions, feel free to ask us. We get people that ask us all the time. Yeah. Uh, we're more than happy to answer any questions we can. If we can't answer it, we'll find somebody who can. We'll point you in the direction of where you can learn that more thing, more about that thing. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Camera basics. Take your camera with you. Yes, everywhere. Take it with you. Take a shot. Make those memories. We'll catch you on the next one. See you.